Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in again. Is everybody out there today ready for a little science lesson? A little biblical science lesson? So today's podcast is called Providential Triangulation. Anybody know what Providential Triangulation is? Raise your hand. So triangulation is the finding a point from three known points. That's like using binoculars and three guys standing at three different places. One's on top of a building and one's way over on a hilltop and another one is in another building somewhere or in a field and they're all three looking at the same spot in the middle of an area or wherever. That's triangulation. They've all found that spot and they can pinpoint it because... All three of them are looking at it. That's triangulation. Where three things come together at one point. But what is providential triangulation? Well, providential means it's happening as a result of divine providence. So what does divine providence mean? It means that God is sovereign and in control of everything that happens in the universe. Everything. The rain that's falling outside my house right now, God's in control of it. The birds that are flying, God's in control. The thoughts in my mind, God controls. The world spinning on its axis and us not flying off, God is in control. That is divine providence. So providential triangulation means that God and his sovereignty is in control of the triangulation. So, I got to looking in the Bible for examples of three. and Of course, we know the main one. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, right? So... Got to looking, and there's all kinds of three things in there, like there always is. But I found some unique examples of three. So there's three apostles that were close to God, that was his right-hand men, closer than all the others. You know who they were? Peter, John, and James. And these three guys... Or the same three that went to the garden with Christ to pray. Garden of Gethsemane before he was arrested. And these three signify light, love, and life in the Bible. And there's the body, spirit, and soul in the Bible. Excuse me. And there's three parts of the mind. There's the conscious, the subconscious, and the superconscious. And then there's three archangels. Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. So three stacked up pretty good in the Bible and has some rather significant points. But 
I found the verse, verses in 1 John 5, 6 through 8 that were rather significant. And Anyway, I'm going to read those. So it says, and starting in 6, This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not only by water, but by water and blood. Because he was born of water and died of blood. He's the Holy Spirit. Born, born of the water and died of blood, right? And it is the Spirit who bears witness because the Spirit is truth. Remember when Jesus says, when I, when I go, I will send the Holy Spirit to you? Okay. For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. Well, what does John say in... John 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in John 1, 14, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So that Word is Jesus Christ. So the Father, the Word, slash Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. That would be... Again, Jesus, because he's the water and the blood and the Spirit. And these three agree as one. So when these three, the three on earth or the three above, agree, it's law. Right? So now you ask, where is Chip going with Providential triangulation. It is of God. Well, you know I'm always telling you about things that happen or things you should do or how you hear that voice of God or God tells you to give somebody an extra tithe or, I mean, an extra tip or tells you to do something for somebody and you blow it off. You're blowing off God. You see, if God puts it in your mind, it's divine providence, okay? He's telling you to do something. Do you do it all the time? Do you, do you feel that urge to, maybe when you're standing in Walmart, that you, that you just happen, it you just happen to walk up behind that person in the line, and you look at them, and you go, oh... My God, this person is having a bad day. They look like, they smell like, they, it's bad. It's bad. And they, I can tell that they ain't got two nickels rubbed together and they're only getting the necessary things that they need because they can't spare the money for anywhere else. Do you ever think that this is divine providence? This is the, this is the triangulation. God told me to do it. He put that person there. I'm here at the same time. The three lines come together. I'm supposed to pay for that stuff. Do you do that? Or do you blow it off? You sit in a restaurant thinking of how good you've got it. You've got, you know, family, health, money, and the poor little waitress is looks in rags and she's having a bad time 
and you know you felt God tell you that you know you should give an extra tip when you go in this restaurant today. And this girl comes up and do you feel the need to obey God or are you fighting the fighting the urge? You fighting that divine providence? What are you doing? Well, today for me, and this ain't even the real story, but for me today, you know, I, I needed gas and I felt the Lord telling me to do something. And I pull in the gas station and lo and behold, guess what happens? Divine providence. And I said, well, God, you put it together. I must supposed to be doing something. So I did it. The three things came together that were necessary. Me, the other, and what God told me to do. And they all came together. And I did it. I was obedient. Are you obedient? When these things happen. So let me tell you the story without telling you any names and locations. And see if you can follow along with this. So my buddy, he's a preacher. He's in a different place. And I call him today. Hey, what you doing? He said, I'm riding down the road. I said, where are you heading? He said, I got a call. This uh, person walks into a a business and tells the business owner that he's needing help and he has nowhere to go and he's got a couple of kids with him and he's just in a bad fix and he needs help. He says, can you come help him? He says, yeah, I'm on the way. I'm on the way. So he's driving down the road and he gets there. And he, he meets the guy. Well, for the divine providence thing, this random person goes into a random establishment in the middle of nowhere between, it's not in no big cities, it's way out in the country, pulls into this place and goes up to the guy and happens to be a random person that runs this place, that knows my friend. Who's 45, he lives 45 minutes away from there. And he calls my friend. So that wasn't random. But then, so my friend's talking to the guy at this business that his friend owns. And then another guy walks up who is a distant relative of his, who is also, you guessed it, a Baptist minister. And he just randomly happened to come into that store today. And they pray with this guy and talk with this guy and find out what's going on with this guy. And he, and he tells that he's been all around trying to get help. Bad decisions bad choices like we all do and bad times and he's trying to get some help he's trying to do the right thing 
And where he was from, another 30 minutes in another direction, he's gone around to all the places and churches he could think of, and nobody would help him. But he says, I feel led to go here. Divine providence. I feel led to go here and stop in this little country place and ask for help. And what happened? God put three things together for his glory. One guy, he ran he randomly walks into the store that the guy knows my buddy. Another guy randomly walks in. One, two, three. How about that? Randomly goes into that store of a guy who knows my buddy. That guy calls my buddy. And then another guy walks in. Three things come together for the glory of God. Three people, well, two people, two preachers. They were able to help this person out and spend time talking about God and how miraculous. It wasn't miraculous. It was divine providence. It was providential triangulation. Three came together because God made it so. And God was glorified in all of it. Is that not amazing? It just gives me, warms my heart every time I think about it that there are miracles, there are people that care, there are things going on every day. But people choose to ignore it. People choose to turn their back on God. Heard a statistic today that 70% of the people in the world 70% are turning their backs on church and God. That is sad, man. sad. But that leaves 30%, doesn't it? 30 is 3, triangulation. Maybe we can get done what the other 70 can't. You ever think about that? Maybe God said, I've saved a remnant of these for me. I'm telling you people, whether you listen to the voice or not, whether you do what God tells you to do, whether you let it blow out your ears and out the windows while you're riding down the road or not, God will. God will, God will get things done that he wants done. If he, if you refuse to be this, the soldier he sends to fight his battles, he'll find somebody else. You want to be on God's team? And you're going to dress out for the game? You better be ready when he calls you to play. You can't sit on the bench all the time. 
This world is going crazy. Times are rough and tough. Evil abounds. Great people are doing great things. And people you don't even realize are doing things. I used to tell people in the military, do you want to be part of the problem or part of the cure? It's the same with God. You can't be Christ-like if you're not willing to do what Christ would do. It just don't go hand in hand. It's not something... It, it doesn't exist. You can't be Christ-like if you're being ugly to your fellow man. If you're neglecting the needs of people, you can't be Christ-like. If you see somebody in need and you have the ability to help them out, be it a ride, $10, buy their meal, buy their groceries, get them directions, buy them an umbrella, if you have a need... And you're too busy for God. Do not call yourself Christ-like. In other words, that means don't call yourself a Christian. Because Christians are Christ-like. And you are not the reflection of Christ if you are not willing to do for the least of these. I don't know how much more clear I can be. And this is Pastor Chip. I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in. And I hope you learned a little bit today about providential triangulation and divine providence. Go read 1 John 5, 6 through 8. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless. Be safe. And I thank you for your prayers. Wherever you are in the world, I thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I pray for your safety. And I pray that you have peace in your life. Amen.